What it do, what it do. Welcome to the first ever episode of The Juice. I'm your host from the third coast, Jared. What is The Juice? Alright, now some of y'all out there might be thinking this is a podcast about gossip. <laughs> no. I started this for one reason and one reason only, and that's to give a cup of juice to all of the listeners. Juice for me is motivation and inspiration, and that is going to come from real stories about overcoming odds and adversity. The guests that I'm going to have on this show, they're going to be just like you and me, and much like us, they're going to have their own stories. I think every single person on this planet has a unique story to themselves. From the second you were conceived, I think you had a different story. Now, if you were a twin or triplet or something like that, then, you know, might have taken a little bit of time for you to be unique to the others, but to each his own. All right, so I think, well, I'm setting this up as a platform for those stories to be told. So I think that the power of hearing the stories of others that have gone through some of the similar, some similar things that we've gone through uh, is, is incredible. And in fact, that's exactly what got me through some of the adversity that I've had to face in my life. So, I mean, you might be asking yourself, what what have you faced and why all of a sudden do you feel a need to share? Well, let me start off by saying I am 26 years old, all right? And at the right young age of 26, I've had six knee surgeries all on my right knee. Four major, two minor. Now, you're probably scrunching your face up, popping your head back as most people do, and <laughs> I don't blame you. Six is a lot at my age. Let me tell you a little bit of history. So I played four and a half varsity games my entire high school career. Uh, that was somehow enough to get me a scholarship to play at a small school in Nebraska. Uh, there, I actually managed to complete a four-year career. That was I was a, a four-year starter, and I received all-conference offers or honors. Sorry, uh, every year, I, I managed to walk away with some receiving records from the school as well. So that was nice. Uh, my next opportunity took me to the great city of Green Bay. If you're from Green Bay, that was all sarcasm, just so you know. Uh, but anyways, I was there with the Green Bay Blizzard. Uh, unfortunately for me, though, that was that was kind of the end of the road uh, because of my knee. But hey, I made it there. Now, why does my football career matter? Well, I only played four and a half varsity games, as I said earlier, uh, in my total career as a, as a high school football player. And that was because I tore my ACL three times in high school. After those three injuries, uh, I actually still had that offer to play at that small school in Concordia. I say Concordia, that's the name of it. The small school in Nebraska. But I actually wound up turning that down because I was determined. I had a dream of being a Division One football player and making it to the NFL. So I was determined to chase that dream. You know, regardless of the circumstances, I told myself, "You're gonna, you're gonna follow that path." So I took that preferred walk on. That offer was at uh, Stephen F. Austin State and. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I was recovering from my last ACL tear, and I'll admit, I thought higher of myself than I was actually probably capable of at that time. So, you know, being a kid, I think I let that get the best of me. Uh, I think one of the big things was I didn't like that I was working my butt off to even be on the same level as the scholarship players. And I was doing that, and it you know, barely getting eyes turned to- towards me. So... You know, a lot of a lot of thoughts going into that, a lot of uh, disappointment, a lot of self doubt, all of that kind of stuff. Well, it, it caught up to me. So, uh, being discouraged, I wound up calling the coaches that were up at that small school and in conversation. Man, I knew immediately I was wanted there. So, if you're listening, that's the first lesson I'm gonna give you, man. 
Go where you are wanted. I can promise you. Majority of the time, that's a decision that's going to work out for you. When you go where you're wanted, where your efforts, where where you're going to be appreciated, where you're going to be valued. Big piece of advice number one. All right, continuing the story, man. I got up there in the spring, and I had an opportunity to start something new. Obviously, very excited. Um, later that semester, we started football. So spring football, if you don't know, you have your uh, your actual season. And then in the spring, typically, you have practices that are fully padded. So I got there in the spring. So, you know, I was there for the spring football practices. Bottom of the barrel to start, as, as I should have been. Um, but... It took me three practices to climb to the top before coaches, you know, were like, hey, let's put them there. So by the third practice, coaches had seen enough. I was a, I was going to be starting for that practice. Unfortunately, you know, things just weren't meant to be. <laughs> so that exact same practice, I wound up tearing my meniscus and having surgery number four. Just my luck. That's how I got started. So I was a little nervous to begin, but I actually wound up having a pretty successful career after that rough start. I didn't miss any games throughout my career up to my senior year. And then come my senior year, I wound up actually tearing some cartilage that cost me half of my season. So that was surgery number five. But, you know, hey, I still had a knee. <laughs> so, of course, I took my shot at my professional career. Like I said, I had that goal. I got that chance up in Green Bay. But unfortunately, you know, God had other plans for me. So after experiencing a bunch of nagging injuries, trying to get up there and then trying to stay up there, I, I kind of had to listen to my body, and after going to a doctor, I found out <laughs> almost everything that could be wrong with my knee pretty much was. So, you know, surgery number six actually for me was just last year, and was about as close to a knee replacement as you can get without actually getting one. Uh, but hey, here I stand, no regrets, battle-hardened, and I'm still on the road to recovery to make sure I can still go hoop at 28 years old. So, that's... <laughs> That's my goal. But hey, you might be asking this. Like, how do you go through such detrimental injuries and keep going? That's a that's a question that a lot of people don't necessarily outright ask, but they show it in their face when they say three, four, five, six. You, you just see it in people's faces. Like, what? Like, how? What? Why did you keep going? And I was asked this when I played. So, you know, when, when I was asked, and if you would have asked me this four years ago, like, how, how do you keep going? I would have just simply told you it's because I love it. That, that would have been my answer then. And even now I can tell you it was because I loved it. But, you know, four years later, I'm done playing. I'm able to sit back and reflect on my career. I can, I can genuinely tell you I think it was more than just love. My big thing was I had a goal and I had a drive to reach that goal absolutely nothing was going to stop me from reaching my goal of playing professional football. And again, sitting here and reflecting, like I, nothing did. I can, I can honestly say nothing did. Nothing made me second guess it. Nothing made me think maybe I can't do this. And I think the reason for me is because I set a goal. And my next piece of advice to you guys is when you, when you set a goal, especially if it's something that you love, you have to apply pressure given everything you have to reach that goal. One thing I'll tell you is it's not, it's not going to be easy. Uh, and you may get deterred. I was deterred time and time and time and time again, but I continuously applied pressure to my goal. I continuously got out there, ran. I had to, I had to work three times as hard just to be on the same level as the person next to me, but I did it because I had a goal. 
And one thing I can tell you guys, man, and, and we've all heard this saying, diamonds are made under pressure. When you reach that goal or when you put in the work, applying pressure constantly, you're going to make diamonds of your goal and of yourself. There's going to be some great things that come out of you having the determination to reach that goal. One of the things I can tell you is like, like for me, every like those obstacles weren't easy. And there were so many put in front of my way. None, they, they may be very uncomfortable. Let's just say that. And for me, I got very, very comfortable being uncomfortable. And that was one of the big sayings I actually learned from my strength coach when I was in college. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Man, when I say if you can if you can grasp that concept and go out in life and try to make yourself uncomfortable, you are gonna accomplish some amazing things, I'm telling you. Even for myself right now, I'm I'm still working through that concept. Hell. If I'm being honest, this is uncomfortable for me. I'm not a huge talker. I'm not a big camera guy. The more I can share what I've been through and, and you know, the whole point of this, sharing what other people have been through, the more we get out there and help other people. Being able to grasp that concept is something that it takes to propel you out of whatever adversity it is you're going through. <laughs> if, I, if I'm being honest, man, I think 50 Cent said it best. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. You got to carry that mentality through your adversity. If I can't do it, homie, it can't be done. What that means to me is if it's possible, then you can do it. If it's possible, you can do it. The only thing you can't do is the impossible. All right. You, you probably can't jump off a 300 foot building and survive that fall. All right. I, come on. There are things that are not necessarily possible. But if it's going to get a job, going to get a raise, going to get whatever it is in your life that you might feel is hard to reach right now because there's so much work to put in for it you can do it if the ceo of your job can do it you can do it what's what, what makes you so different you can do it so that's that's really something that i've carried through me through my trials through my tribulations i can do it all right there might there might not have been too many other people out there that tore their acl three times in high school and can say that they continue to work continue to grind and still got a chance to play professional football but I knew that if somebody could, it was going to be me. So, you know, I, I just carried that through. And one of the big things was for me, I don't think that God puts anything on our plates that we can't handle. I think that everything that's put on our plate is to shape us, to grow us. So, you know, he, he handed me a full plate and I, I handled it. Uh, I think by being set back in life. What he's doing is simply allowing you opportunity for growth. And for me, one of my big mottos that I live by is setback is opportunity. I'm going to let you harp on that for a second. Setback is opportunity. So for all of those times you feel like you failed, or for all of those times you feel like, oh, everything's just working against me. All right, all right, I'm just not able to take the right steps towards the goals I'm trying to reach. Take a second and look around. See what's going on around you. There's an opportunity there. There's an opportunity for you to grow opportunity for you to self-reflect. Uh, self if you set a goal for yourself and you took a linear path, you just went straight to that goal. There was no point in time where you were able to sit down and reflect on how you actually got there. How much did you really learn? Yeah, you might have reached your goal, but let's say you set that goal again and next time you experience some stuff, next time you experience some trials, you don't even know how to react to those because the first time you made it there so clean. You have to take setbacks as a learning opportunity as opposed to something that's going to knock you off your path. And talking about God kind of leads me into my next point of having a support system. I mean, for me, 
man, I'm telling you, my mom held me up. She held me up when I needed it most. Heck, she held me up when I didn't even need it, I thought, in, in my opinion. Having that kind of support system really gets you through whatever it is you're going through. You got to find somebody to lean on. And I can tell you, if you think, oh, I'm just going to do this by myself, I mean, more power to you if you feel like you can. But one thing I can tell you is you, you're going to need somebody. Because there are going to be times where you're looking at yourself and you're like, ah, can I do this? And you're going to need somebody that believes in you so that you can believe in yourself. That's huge. Uh, it's something that I needed. And, you know, all I can say is find that support and embrace them. You need it. Why not use it? Uh, the, the one thing that I'm doing here, um, for those of you that know me, obviously, you know, I'm starting up here in Houston as a trainer for the second time. And my biggest goal is going to be empowering people to reach their goals. If you can find it in yourself to want to reach a goal, to want to do better, to want to be better. Man, like I said, there is absolutely nothing that can stop you from doing that if you have the right mindset. So, man, I really hope you enjoyed the first ever episode of The Juice. Uh, today was just me talking, but, you know, I really, I'm going to have a lot more guests on, sharing their story, sharing the power of story. To you guys, I hope today that I not only spoke to some ears, but I spoke to some hearts. Um, I hope some people felt what I said today, man. If If I can do that... And if we can do that, me and my guests, uh, every time that we're able to speak, we're able to speak to just one person out there. I know we're doing a good thing. So I appreciate you guys listening. And I'm out.